Hello, and welcome to Walk the Cinema Podcast, where we walk the cinema so we can talk the cinema. And in today's episode, we're going to tackle our first Nolan movie in Memento. But first, a word from our sponsor. So, we're back, and you're going to tell us what Memento is, I guess. Yeah, Memento is the story of a guy that has this condition where he can't make new memories. Like, he has... All the memories of who he is, what he used to do before mm. his accident, but he can't make any new memories. And so it's he's, not amnesia, it's just short-term memory loss. Yeah, and uh, he's trying to find his wife's killer. Yeah. So he writes himself notes and reminders and takes photographs and things like that. Yes, tattooed. Yeah, to, to jog his memory and to keep yeah. him going. So... I think the biggest factor is not even the screenplay or the story. It's like what Nolan did with it. You know, doing the different timelines that meet up at the end, kind of. Mm-hmm. And the story's going backwards in color and frontwards in black and white. Yeah, but it's like the the black and white part is technically like the beginning of the chronological story. Yeah. And, and the, then... the color is the end. And then one goes back, one goes forward, so they meet in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I'm surprised I enjoyed this as much as I did. I I'm not agree. a Nolan guy. Yeah. I, I'd have to say that this um, this is probably one of his earliest films, right? I think it's his first big film. It's yeah. His first film with an actual budget. Yeah. But it's still pretty low. It's about under $10 million. Yeah. And I feel like his... Um, like the way that this is shot is a little bit more um i don't know what i would use genuine mm. i guess where it feels pretty gritty you yeah. know and it kind of is reminiscent of uh one of his shorts that he did or at least it reminded me of one of his shorts that mm. he did um doodlebug Doodle yes uh not that they're really have anything in common besides that they were done by Christopher mm. Nolan but like I don't know I still got the feel that he was still in his creativeness like mm. those, those still had of... to adapt to filmmaking more mm-hmm. at this point he's just working with big budget CGI flicks mm-hmm. and that's all he does except Dunkirk I guess yeah and I can definitely see that this this came out in what 2000 yeah yeah um, how the concept of having this kind of screenplay where it's written very pieced together, mm-hmm. I can see how that would have confused a lot of people because I did I did see that a lot of people turned down working on this project because they didn't understand the screenplay I, at all. I think that's something that happens with Nolan movies that mm-hmm. a lot of people just are confused by them. Mm-hmm. Tenet came out recently and people are very confused by it. Yeah. I don't find it very confusing, really. Just a lot of jib-jab. Right. A lot of, like, nothing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like time. But you like this one. I and do this like one. this one. That's why I'm surprised. Yeah. Because it was very enjoyable. Yeah, and I did... At first, I kind of was like, okay, he's going back and forth between the black and white because it's, like, representing the past and the colors representing, like, the quote-unquote present even though we're moving backwards in time but you know as you're watching it you kind of see that it's it's more than just that yeah no it's pretty high concept what he's trying to do yeah in general but it still has a lot of nolanisms is that what you call 
Sure. <laughs> You're a dead wife. Yeah, dead wife. A lot of explaining what's happening to you multiple times just so you don't get lost. Yeah. Because I think he thinks he's smarter than you, so he has to explain himself to you constantly. Right. That's, I think that's the main problem. And the main criticism he gets for a lot of his movies, especially Interstellar. Mm. Well, this one was like m- the most enjoyable one that I've seen oh, yeah, thus yeah. far. I think so too. Though I, don't, I, I don't know if it's his best one, but I think it's his most enjoyable one. Yeah. Though I haven't seen a majority of his. I haven't work. seen his Batman work. But outside of his Batman work, this is. I don't think it's his best, but it's his most intriguing work, really. Mm-hmm. I like the scale of it. Mm-hmm. Inception might be better, but it's just such a big scale that it kind of takes you away from it at times. Yeah. And this one is self contained. That it's it's really enjoyable in that sense. Yeah, and and I something I did like about this movie is it did feel like you yourself were also trying to piece the the story together yeah. with the character because there are like especially in the parts that are in the color version where we're moving backwards in time mm-hmm. where we start at the end of the next scenes like beginning beginning. yeah Yeah. so it's kind of like you are also experiencing what the character is feeling because he's he forgets everything that's happened in the last i don't know hour it's like segments yeah you don't you don't really get a number so you're kind of like thrust into something that you're not you don't understand and then you kind of just go through it i think a lot of people say that it going backwards with the color and forwards with the black and white is Nolan putting you in the mind of the main character. Mm-hmm. I don't think the color affects it as much as the going backwards because mm-hmm. you have to piece it backwards. This is not how you usually do it by memory. Yeah, but you're not. You're also not going completely backwards because it's not like it's not like you're seeing. It's not a thing. reverse. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it goes. It, the segments are pieced. Backwards, but the segment itself, itself is going front. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's fun to kind of you know see the things that are are what what is actually reality, I guess, in his mind. Because in the beginning of the movie, which is really the end, it's the end scene, technically. Um, you think it's one sort of way. You think that it's his wife. He killed his wife's killer. Yeah. And then as you get you as you watch the movie you're like oh this is him piecing it together and then it's like wait the facts that he or the the things that he knows don't seem to add up and then you learn that certain characters are using him or yeah certain characters i think there's a lot of twists towards the chronological end of the film mm-hmm. it's a little annoying to me maybe it's the part where i was more disappointed that he kept just throwing twists at you yeah but he his the main character you know he leonard is is doesn't remember anything after his wife was murdered yeah after what he perceives as his wife yes and so he throughout well throughout the course of the movie he tells the story of a man that he knew called sammy who had the same type of condition yeah. and he ended up accidentally killing his wife because he couldn't remember that he w- he had already given her an insulin shot. Well, was it accidental? 
felt like suicide by her. Well, yeah, it felt like suicide by her, but he himself accidentally killed her because she kept saying she thought he would stop because she yeah, thought he was, was faking, faking it. or Well, she didn't think he was faking it as much as she thought he would come back to himself at some point because he loves her and he'd be like instinctive. Yeah, but that's not how like I would say mental well, it's also not the real story. This mm-hmm. is what Leonard is imagining. Yeah, or at least what we think he's imagining. Because the person that tells him that that was all made up and that Leonard was actually kind of combining stories to make it make him feel better about accidentally killing his wife. Because at the end, Teddy, the man that he kills at the beginning, mm-hmm. which is really the end, <laughs> before he, bef- kind of like towards the... That's the middle. Yeah. The end is the middle where yeah. the yeah. It's, so it's very confusing if you're talking about it, but the man tells him that Sammy didn't have a wife and that Leonard's wife was the real one that had mm-hmm. diabetes and his mind is just confusing him. He's um trying to eliminate these memories or trying to subvert them because of his guilt. Yes. Because he doesn't want to feel his guilt that he killed his wife. Mm-hmm. So he imagines that his wife got killed by someone so he can kill that person and get retribution. Yeah. And it's it's kind of difficult as the viewer to, like, determine what actually is real. Because, you know, up until that point, you don't really believe Teddy and his lies because everything that we've seen. Yeah, you've been conditioned yeah. not to believe him because that's what you know because you're in the mind of Leonard. Yeah. And... And we know that Leonard is an unreliable narrator. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to to determine, like, what actually happened, which is, you know, not something that you necessarily need to know as the viewer to enjoy the movie. But it is something, I guess, to think about, because you go from not trusting Teddy and not believing his character very much and finding out that he's not really who he says he is. He's a dirty cop and not just like some friend that's helping him. And, you know, going from that and then to the end where I think a lot of people take his word as gospel Mm -hmm. that he did kill his wife, that they already killed his wife's murderer or his wife's at least rapist. The the home invader. Yeah. Like... It's 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 interesting that like you go from not believing pretty much any word that he says to like taking what he says at the end as gospel and that's yeah. the true truth. Well, that's also because it's a movie. Yeah. So you get to the end and you expect resolution. Yeah. So you accept it as truth because it's the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, I do like how it ends with him just accepting whatever and now he's gonna kill Teddy. Mm-hmm. I do like that. I yeah. do think that was an interesting way to finish it. It is interesting. And it also kind of, to me, it brings back to a, 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 a at least a, a saying that um, Leonard had been saying, where facts are facts. Mm-hmm. And memories can be distorted, and they're not really true facts. You can have memories, but if you don't have facts, then memories are no good to you. However... On his facts list, he kind of makes up the facts. He puts down that the fact is that his murder, his wife's murderer has the license plate mm-hmm. number, which isn't true. The police, he tells himself that. Yeah, but but you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of, 
contradicting what he says. Facts yeah. aren't necessarily facts. And if you had the memories, he would know that these aren't true. Yeah. You know? I found that kind of interesting. Yeah, it's no one messing with time. He loves it. Yeah. <laughs> she get married and get a room. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely interesting. And, you know, there are some things that I wasn't expecting. There was obviously stuff that I thought was kind of in your face obvious. It was a lot of that, yeah. Yeah, but it was still enjoyable. Like, yeah, just because it, it was obvious. It wasn't you. a perfect screenplay, though. No. And but I think it would be hard to kind of perfect the screenplay as well. Yeah. And that. the budget also didn't allow for much more than what he did. He got the best he could, which was a ripoff Brad Pitt. Yeah. Which I did <laughs> learn that Brad Pitt was up for that role, but he had to say no because of another. I mean, you could guess that was supposed to be Brad Pitt just by the look. <laughs> uh-huh. The guy Pierce mm-hmm. looks exactly like Brad Pitt. They made him look exactly like him. It looks like a dollar store version of him with the bleach hair. Yeah. Yeah, he looked it looked very similar to her to him. Sorry. It's kind of distracting at some points. But would it have been better if it was Brad Pitt? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think it would have changed much. No, but I feel like maybe it would have deterred from the actual like story, maybe. Mm, yeah, maybe it would be like a big actor. So you would want other things to happen. Yeah. Not to look goofy. Mm-hmm. Some actors don't like to look goofy. You look goofy at some point. Like what? Like we were laughing when he goes into the hotel room to sneak attack Dodd. Oh, and he yeah. forgets it and he just starts taking a shower. Yeah, that was funny. I don't know if it's intentional, <laughs> but I cracked up. Yeah, because the point was you see, you first see the sequence where he's in the shower and then Dodd comes in, yeah. tries to kill him. They have like a ensuing... Naked battle, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and... Then, you know, you get the black and white scenes that's going forward. And then we come back and we find out that he had gone to Dodd's room to kind of catch him off guard. Yeah, but he forgot. But then he forgets that why he was there and just <laughs> finds himself in a bathroom and is like, oh, I guess I was, this is my room. And I guess I'm going to go shower. Yeah, because he had a bottle of uh, J&B with him. Yeah. And he said, I don't feel drunk. Mm-hmm. But I should I should get a cold shower and yeah that's pretty hilarious. There was other parts where I laughed. Yeah, like when he uh, busted into the wrong room because he held the paper upside down, where he busted into room. <laughs> then he apologized. Room nine. Yeah. It's supposed to be six, I think. Yeah, or the other way around, and <laughs> I thought that was silly, and I wasn't like I was kind of like I don't know if this is meant to be funny. <laughs> I guess it is. Maybe. It doesn't matter if it's meant to. If it is funny, it is funny. Yeah. And then just like some other tidbits about the movie. Like there was only one sequence that I was unclear why it was included. And that was the sequence where he hires a hooker or a lady lady of the night (laughs) to pretend to be his wife and to like put her, her, his wife's things around the room to like make it look like it's, their room Mm -hmm. maybe it was because he was trying to remember that night honestly i kind of didn't get that 
little segment. I, didn't I don't know. think it was too, too important to the story. No, it wasn't too important to the story. However, I do feel like since this is such a like moment based storyline mm-hmm. where like it feels like every scene is supposed to be important yeah it kind of felt out of place i think that no one's on us though maybe yeah, i don't think that's on nolan practically at least i can't say it is because we don't know yeah because i guess we're a little distracted for a minute maybe 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 i got it some is, water or something i got distracted it is it is a movie that you have to be i'd say you have to be paying attention to because sometimes even if you're paying attention sometimes going back and forth between the different the different like timelines i guess and then also moving in a certain way mm-hmm. can get confusing because like i i remember watching at some points where we were going backwards in time where i had to try really hard to remember what was the beginning of the mm. of the scene before it i think the movie itself demands your attention yeah there was no point where i didn't want to pay attention yeah. I was pretty locked in to figure out what was happening. Yeah. It felt kind of like a game in that sense. Yeah, it did. Where I just, it wasn't even like, I'm enjoying this movie. It was like, I need to know how this connects. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it kept your attention. Yeah. And it kept you knowing what's happening. Some movies you kind of zoom out. Yeah. Parts because you're not too. Into it. Yeah, you're not too into it. This one, even if you're not into it, you still want to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So he kind of demands that you're paying attention at all times. Yeah. Which, good on him. I'm pretty sure that's probably what he wants his viewers to do, is to be engaged and to be enraptured by the story yeah. that he's telling. This probably would be a very fun watch in theaters. Yeah. And it, I think it would be a, a good like thing to rewatch as well. Like. Oh, definitely. This, I think this is the first... Nolan movie I watched that I 100% want to rewatch. Yeah, I agree. This is something that I can see myself watching in a few. Even though I've seen, I've seen Dunkirk like a handful of times, just because I kept going back and forth with my opinion on it, mm-hmm. so I had to rewatch it multiple. But this is different. Yeah. This is straight up I enjoyed it. Yeah. And want to watch it and catch more details because the second time you're not as worried about the about, plot. About the plot, yeah. So you catch the details more. Yeah. I agree. But so, yeah, what did what were your final thoughts on it? What did you give it? If numbers matter at all, I guess it was a seven, but a very high seven, if that's a thing. Mm-hmm. A seven's a seven, I guess. But I think we're both considering an eight at some point. Yeah, it, it was between a seven and an eight for me. And I, gave, I did give it a seven because I was like, mm, maybe on the second watch, I'd give it an eight. Mm-hmm. But... For now, it felt like a seven to me. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, and then I guess like my final thing is like at the end, we find out that he's willing to lie to himself about his wife's killer in order for that like brief sense of happiness and or purpose in life. And also because at that moment, he knows that his wife wasn't actually killed by someone. Yeah, in that moment. Yeah, and then forgets, obviously. Yeah. So it's kind of like he's creating this sense of satisfaction by exacting revenge on this person in that moment that he knows he's going to forget later. So it's not like 
he knows he's going to forgive. And yeah. everyone that knows him knows he's going to forgive. So that's how he gets abused by some people into doing what they want. Yeah. But yeah, overall, this is it's a very good effort for your, for your first big budget film. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was very surprised. And I would definitely watch it again. Yeah. This is a, an outcome I was not expecting to say at the end of the film. Today. Yeah, I wasn't sure about it either because I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like this, like Nolan can be a bit too much into himself, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think he is too much into himself in this movie, but just later, after the success. Yeah. But this one felt a little bit more like rooted in. Yeah, but I'm just saying after the movie came out yeah. and it was already done and it couldn't change it. I think the success kind of got to him. Maybe. A little bit. A little bit. I don't want to criticize him. He did a good job here. He did do a good job. And I do think that since this was early in his career, maybe that's why I like it so much. Because I feel like, especially with the lower budget, you're able to see his kind of vision more. Mm Because he had to work with less. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no CGI. Yeah. There's no, there's no big... There's not necessarily any big action sequences sequences in this either. No, there's a couple, you know, chase. Yeah. And beatings, but nothing. Nothing crazy, you know. I think most of the budget went to the actors. Yeah. Because he wanted some recognizable actors, but he couldn't afford anything too big. Maybe Brad Pitt. (laughs) But, you know, I think later on he kind of gets those big budget movies and then it kind of becomes more of a spectacle than like Yeah, it's more diluted. It's yeah. more about him making it as big and confusing as possible. Yeah. But this one was good, and I do recommend it for people that. Yeah, and if this is it. successful, we'll talk about his other movies too. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's all for this episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share if you can, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, rock on.